I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, The Pornhub Empire. Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world, only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Are you concerned about equality and fair treatment for African-Americans? Do you believe in a future where our communities are safe from both crime and over-policing? President Biden's administration is making major decisions, and we need your voice to be heard. The proposed ban on menthol cigarettes is in its final stages of approval, and black and brown law enforcement executives have said it could have dire unintended consequences for African-Americans. The clock is ticking. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414 and ask him to stop this proposed menthol rule. The ban on menthol could lead to an illicit market and increased crime in our communities. Call President Biden and demand that he halt the ban on menthol until there's a review of the investigative findings. Let's make sure that over-policing and racial profiling come to an end. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414. Tell him to stop targeting African-Americans with a menthol ban. Time is running out. This message is paid for by Alliance for Fair and Equitable Policy. Dial, or you can stream it online at www.saga960m.ca. The Brian Crumby Radio Hour, we have interesting guests. We have provocative discussions on lots of different topics, from politics to business to economics, land development, health sciences, life, and the arts. So please join us starting Monday at 7 p.m. on Saga 960. I'm so over this. I don't even know anyone who's had COVID-19. And it's not like I'm at risk. We don't see many people, just a few neighbors and close friends. It's fine. We wear a mask and everything. We're really careful. Excuses won't stop the spread of the deadly COVID-19 virus. Until we all get the vaccine, stay home as much as possible. Visit Ontario.ca slash COVID-19 for more information. Paid for by the Government of Ontario. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960am.ca. It's 4 p.m. Here is your Saga 960 AM News Update. I'm Lex Tan. Breaking news, though the Ontario government has announced they are loosening capacity limits for weddings, funerals and church services, they have decided not to move Peel Region and Toronto into the red control zone. Peel's mayors have pressed for the move to the red zone and Dr. Lawrence Lowe, Peel's medical officer of health, has said he would bring forth their suggestions to Ontario's top doctor, but the region will be staying in lockdown for now as well as Toronto. Also effective March 15 at 12.01 a.m., weddings, funerals and religious services, rites or ceremonies will be allowed to have 15 percent total capacity indoors or up to 50 people outdoors. Ontario's latest COVID modeling suggests that numbers are going up again because there has been increased mobility across public health units. Peel Regional Police are investigating a social media page believed to belong to a police officer and may have possible ties to the Proud Boys, a far-right extremist group promoting white supremacy which the federal government has designated as a terrorist organization. Constable Akil Mukin confirmed both the officer and online page are being investigated but cannot provide a statement or share specific details for now. However, social and racial justice group Malton People's Movement say an Instagram account believed to be registered to the officer in question showed two slogans often used by right-wing extremist groups, one including the acronym that appears on clothing worn by supporters of former U.S. President Donald Trump at rallies and at the Capitol Hill insurrection. A recent search of the account showed the user deleted the two slogans and removed the 
profile picture as of March 8. Costco Canada has issued an important recall notice involving a line of tables they sell. Costco says Lifetime Products is voluntarily recalling their six-foot seminar table because of a potential hazard regarding the brace arms. These brace arms, which connect the table brace to the table legs, could potentially rotate past their desired position, which could cause the table to collapse. And if you have the table in your possession, you are urged to stop using it immediately. Costco says you will be able to return the table to them for a full refund or contact Lifetime Products for a free repair kit. This weekend marks the beginning of daylight saving time. Before going to bed on Saturday night, remember to adjust your clocks that are not automatically synced to an internet time service one hour forward, as on Sunday at 2 a.m., clocks will spring forward to 3 a.m. Port Arthur near Thunder Bay was the first municipality in the world to enact daylight saving on July the 1st, 1908, and since the late 1960s, most of Canada has been synchronized with its observance in the United States. Most of Saskatchewan and most recently, the Yukon do not observe daylight saving time. Peel Region weather. Tonight, a few clouds with winds lightening up, going down to minus 6. Sunny on the weekend, but we do go below double digits. Tomorrow, plus 6, and Sunday, plus 3. Right now, partly cloudy and 7 degrees. That is your Saga 960 AM News Update. I'm Lex Tan, and now, The Richard Syrett Show. The views expressed in the following program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Saga 960 AM or its management. Richard! Richard! Oh, are we on? Welcome to the Richard Serrett Show on News Talk Saga 960 AM. <laughs> Daylight savings time. Uh, it's a fad. I'll give it six months. That's, a, that's an old Stephen Wright joke for those keeping score. However, uh, welcome to your Friday. And it looks like we made it. Uh, today marks the end of week two of the Richard Serrett Show on Saga 960. And out of the last 10 days, I guess I was off for three days maybe because of basketball and there were a few technical issues here and there on my end. Uh, but this ship has launched and uh, I hope you're enjoying it and thanks for listening. Now, in case you don't know, I'm hosting this show live from my house in uh, Thornhill. And Jody is the technical producer. She's producing this program, all the programs, in fact, remotely at the uh, Saga 960 studio in Etobicoke. And I used to have a tiny little studio in the basement here, literally under the stairs. That's what I called it, my little studio beneath the stairs. And my my twin boys referred to me as Harry Potter uh, because his bedroom was, well, you know, under the stairs. Anyway, I've moved to a bigger space. It's still in the basement. Uh, but my my boys, who are 14, I call them the IT department. Because get this, they build their own computers, and uh, they came out. They came to me after I was given this afternoon drive show on Saga, and uh, said, "Dad, you need new equipment. You need a new computer. You need new monitors. And you're not using that MacBook anymore. We're going Windows. We're building you a PC." So they ordered all the computer components separately, and they ordered me a, a huge new desk from IKEA and a new mic, which arrived yesterday. And uh, listen, I, I don't do well with technology. Uh, until recently, I was still calling the BlackBerry a blueberry, and I'll never live that down in this house. So I, I just decided I was going to let them drive the bus on this. And I, I, I literally, I just handed them my credit card and I told them, go at it. God love them. You know, I gave them a budget. So it's been a steady stream of UPS trucks 
pulling into the drive for the last couple of weeks. And now the IT department, as I call them, they've almost finished building this brand new home studio. And uh, just in time, because now it looks like things are going to start to open up and I'll be doing the show live from the studio in uh, in Etobicoke. Uh, we, it's OK. You know, uh, what's five thousand dollars? You know, uh, how <laughs> the point is, it was a great project. For my sons, they learned a lot. They're building their dad a computer. It gives them great confidence. And the best part is I didn't have to do anything. I just sat on my hands. So you can't put a price tag on that. All right. We have cobbled together another fine presentation for you again today. I think I hope uh, the national chair of the National Council of the Association of Black Conservatives, Dr. Akko Ufodike, will stop by in the second hour. Uh, so in case you're wondering, yes, there are black Canadians who identify as conservative. And uh, Chef Matt Dean Petit uh, is the co-host of Dine and Dash Fridays at 1 p.m. here on Saga 960. He'll be along for our Friday foodies segment. Ontario's mental health leaders have launched the Everything is Not OK campaign, highlighting the impact of COVID-19 on the mental health of children, youth and adults. Adrian Spafford is the CEO of Addictions and Mental Health Ontario, and she'll address that uh, very issue this hour. While uh, Toronto police have shown little tolerance for anti-lockdown demonstrators, they're virtually ignoring other demonstrations, namely the Tamil Tigers who are recognized as a terrorist organization in Canada. And they demonstrated at Dundas Square last weekend. And uh, well, from the police, crickets. So a bit of a double standard, uh, to say the least there. David Menzies from Rebel News will be here this hour with that story. All that plus fact check this and news not in the news. Now, this week, a former D-list celebrity and her husband, who is, what, fifth in line for the throne, a Delta a body blow to uh, England's royal family after complaining mostly about hurt feelings in an interview last weekend with uh, Oprah and Winfrey. There were, of course, accusations of racism, which I'm not downplaying the, the seriousness of that. But the point is, we don't know who said it because they wouldn't name the senior member of the royal family. We don't know who said it. We don't exactly know what was said. And more, most importantly, perhaps, we don't know uh, the context in, in which it was said. So Meghan made this sensational claim that the royals had banned Archie from being a prince because of concerns over how dark he would be. So that seems to have been proven to be false. She said her passport was taken from her as soon as she became a royal. Yet we know she flew to foreign countries on 13 separate occasions for holiday, some of them uh, solo meaning she either doesn't need a passport anyway or she's not telling the truth. But but the facts don't really matter. It's about it's not about facts anymore. Right. It's all about feelings. We're supposed to focus on the way these alleged incidents made her feel. And an awful lot of people today actually believe they have a right not to have their feelings hurt. Hurt feelings now are violence. Being offended is violence. University students demand they be shielded from having their feelings hurt, which means banning anyone from campus who holds a contrarian opinion. Now, listen, it would be it would be wonderful if we lived in a world where we all tried our best to avoid hurting other people's feelings. But the truth is, the world doesn't care about feelings. They don't care about your feelings. The world doesn't care about my feelings. And I, I don't go around deliberately 
trying to hurt other people's feelings. That would be mean. But the reality is I can only afford to truly care about the feelings of people close to me. And I'm guessing for many of you, if you're being completely honest, you feel the same way about feelings. I'm not responsible for the way people feel. Even if I felt responsible for other people's feelings, there aren't enough hours in the day for me to manage that task. Imagine if we were all responsible for the way other people feel. Well, if, if radical progressives get their way, that's where we're headed. In the United Kingdom, for example, police arrest about 10 people every day for essentially hurting other people's feelings. Offensive tweets can now land you in jail. This is a, a rather shocking and depressing development given the United Kingdom's history. The, 19th, or the, the 1689 English Bill of Rights marked the official end of the divine right of monarchs and granted citizens the ability to speak up for themselves, to petition the king without fear of arrest or prosecution. It also guaranteed complete freedom of speech within parliament, which is now known in the UK as parliamentary privilege. And of course, the US Bill of Rights, in many ways, the core of the constitution was directly inspired by this document. But that's all gone by the boards. Now, words are violence and silence is violence and hurting other people's uh, feelings is quickly becoming a criminal offense. You know, we used to have a word for people who go around incessantly telling the world and everyone they meet about how they feel and why we should pay attention to the way they feel and why we need to be careful not to hurt their feelings as if their feelings are more important than freedom of speech or freedom of conscience. The word for this type of person at the risk of hurting a few feelings is narcissist. All right, here just in time, business analyst, broadcaster, public speaker, irascible but lovable Lou Skeezus. Hello, my friend. Hey, Richard. Uh, great to be with you. Uh, really uh, enjoyed the uh, the uh, statement that you made about how you've encouraged your two boys. You know, you've given them resources. You told them, here's the mission. And off they went, ordering parts to build you a new computer system and uh, set you up for the 21st century. Congrats. Thank you. You know, uh, and, and I was expecting, you know, maybe by the time I was 70, you know, eventually the parent becomes the child. <laughs> but, but that, that day has arrived early because now they're telling me, no, dad, this is the way we're doing it. No, you don't need that. You need this. And and, and I'm quite comfortable with that, actually. Well, sure. I mean, you know, you, you've got minions now, you know, uh, affecting the changes that you want in your world. All you have to do is what you've always been doing as a father and as I've been doing as a father as well. Just here's some resources. Go ahead. Money's wasted on me. Is it wasted on you, Richard? Pretty much at this point, pretty much. Yes. So, you know, helping your kids develop some capabilities and some interest and so on, you can't beat that uh, in terms of their own personal development. And as I've said many times, uh, you know, the the entire role of a parent is human development. And you've just taken a big step forward with those two boys. Well, thank you, my friend. There's something there's something amiss about your visage, Lou. You're uh, you're uh, clean shaven, practically, except for the mustache. Yeah, I'm going for the Wyatt Earp look. 
I might get myself, you know, some uh, some sidearms and, you know, go out onto the main street and challenge people who are not doing it my way. <laughs> well, you know, you, you, yesterday you had the beard. Today, no beard, just a mustache. It's, uh, you know, that's always been my motto. Always keep one step ahead of the police sketch artist. <laughs> Well, I'm doing my bit for the war effort, let me tell you. All right, my friend. We will speak in uh, just over an hour. Okay. Enjoy the rest of the show. I'll be back with you then. Happy capitalism. All right. Lou Skeezes. All right. I doubt anyone is surprised to learn that about three quarters of Ontarians are experiencing increased mental health and substance abuse challenges during the pandemic. Ontario's mental health leaders are calling on governments to take immediate action. And we'll have that story for you next. The 2021 Mississauga Marathon is going virtual. Register for the full marathon, half marathon, 10K, 5K, or 2K. Every participant will receive the beautiful official 2021 medal, as well as a stunning Puma t-shirt and much more. You can run or walk your distance anywhere, anytime between May 1st and May 31st. Register today at MississaugaMarathon.com. Glenn Healy, Don Fear. Gary Bettman, Kurt Menefee, Kenny Albert, Paul Beeston, Bob Nicholson, Eugene Melnick, Ross Atkins, Mike Emrick, Bob Cole, Ken Holland, P.K. Subban. You've heard them on my podcast. Now listen to our conversations here on the radio. Hi, I'm Bob McCowan. Join John Shannon and me for The Bob McCowan Show starting Monday at 6 p.m. here on Saga 960. A wise man once said, health is a state of complete harmony of the body, mind, and spirit. And at the Port Credit Academy of Martial Arts, we strive to deliver that state of complete harmony. Whether you're 3 or 73, we have a martial arts and fitness class that's suited to your needs. Whether it's the progressive movements of karate, or the soothing techniques of Tai Chi to develop relaxation and peace of mind, or if you'd like to improve your cardiovascular endurance, or challenge yourself to new limits, we have the right class for you. While all our classes are currently happening virtually, we will have over 30 safety guidelines and enhanced cleaning and safety measures in place when we get the green light to reopen our doors. At the Port Credit Academy of Martial Arts, achieving harmony for your body, mind, and spirit is not an inspirational quote. It's our commitment. For more information about our virtual classes, check us out at academyofmartialarts.ca. That's academyofmartialarts.ca. You're listening to The Richard Serrett Show on News Talk Saga, 960 AM. All right, welcome back. Ontario's mental health leaders recently launched the Everything is Not Okay campaign, highlighting the impact of COVID-19 on the mental health of children, youth, and adults. They're calling on governments to take action. Adrian Spafford is the CEO of AMHO, and uh, that's Addictions Mental Health Ontario. Adrian, welcome to Saga 960. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me today. So this is pretty dire sounding. Uh, nearly three quarters of Ontarians are suffering from mental health and addiction challenges. How How was that figure arrived at? How do we know it's 75%? Well, that's based on research uh, that we did, uh, Richard, back uh, just late last year. And we know that there was a mental health and addiction crisis before COVID-19. Um, already, people were waiting too long for services um, if they needed them, and it was hard for them to know where to find services. 
And so with our campaign that we launched this week, we are calling on the provincial government to prioritize access to consistent, high-quality services with a focus on reducing wait times. So just so we we have a, a grasp of how much worse things are now, and you say they were pretty bad before, but let's say pre-COVID, do we know approximately what percentage of Ontarians would have been struggling or are struggling with mental illness and addiction? Yeah, generally uh, one in five people uh, come into contact with a uh, mental health condition in their lifetime. And over the course of the pandemic, um, our research uh, shows that 74% of people feel that their mental health and substance use has gotten worse since before the pandemic. Uh, deaths due to overdose have increased by up to 59% since before the pandemic. We've seen a 110% increase in calls to crisis line by kids and youth. And in any given week, over 4,500 people visit the emergency department due to a mental illness or addiction. And and that's all attributed to the, the restrictions of the lockdown or what is the connection between the, uh, the rise in these statistics and COVID? Do you, is it attributed to the, the lockdown measures? So our partners are 100% behind the public health measures which have been necessary to combat the global pandemic of COVID-19, which has had multifaceted complications in people's lives uh, beyond the public health measures. People have lost their jobs. Uh, Kids and teens, depending on where they lived for a long period of time, um, were isolated and are at home and still their ability to access their social networks are very limited. Um, you know, parents like myself who have young children have had to struggle um, having their kids at home uh, with continuing to do their jobs as well as they can. And then on, you know, on the more serious side, uh, people have lost their jobs due to COVID-19. Um, people uh, don't know where they're going to get the money to feed their kids. Um, They've lost their homes due to COVID-19. And so there's a whole group of people that needed support before COVID-19 and were already struggling to get that support. Some of them, unfortunately, will have gotten sicker during COVID-19. And then there'll be a whole population that never would have needed mental health or substance use addiction supports before that because of the impact of stress and job loss and home home loss um, over the course of the pandemic will need services who would never have needed them in the absence of a pandemic. Right. And listen, I'm not going to put you in the position of arguing against the, the lockdown measures in principle, but given that the, the measures have exacerbated some of these mental health challenges and addictions, uh, do you do you and I, I don't know what exactly you're recommending that the government uh, does, except, you know, make more resources available. Uh, but I mean, is there also room to discuss, you know, how some of these uh, protocols were put in place and how stringent they've been and, and the the impact that they have specifically had on mental health in this province? I think what's important that. 
what we're saying is that where uh, people's mental well-being, their substance use has been impacted by the pandemic, the all facets of the pandemic, that it's hard enough to ask for help because of stigma. And that when people put up their hand and ask for help, we need to make sure the help is there. And we do actually have solutions in place. So um, on our website, as part of the campaign, we have a four-point plan of how to improve access to consistent, high-quality mental health and addiction services and reduce wait time. And we're not starting from scratch. Um, in areas that we think of as more traditionally uh, medical conditions or physical conditions, rather, like cancer or cardiac or reduce uh, uh, hip and knee surgery wait time reduction, we've used models where the government and the sector have worked together um, to really improve people's access to care and their ability to have longer and healthy and productive lives. And so we're saying we need government to take action, implement our four points of our plan. The sector itself needs to be part of the solution. We're ready to roll up the sleeve, roll up our sleeves, help with some of the hard decisions, help with some of the hard action. We need an investment to go along with that. But how we spend that money is just as important as how much we're spending. All right, Adrian, we're going to take a time out. If you'll stay with us, we'll uh, delve a little further into this. Adrian Spafford, CEO of uh, Addictions Mental Health Ontario. And it's the Everything Is Not Okay campaign back with more in a moment. At Pump Hospitality Group, we're so fortunate to be part of a great community with amazing customers and partners such as News Talk Saga 960 AM. Mississauga, you've been there for us during the public health measures. And while we're restricted to providing takeout and delivery for now, we'll continue to be here for you with all your faves. Check out our menu online for your pump restaurant of your choice. And when you're ready, give us a call or order online at pumphousegrillcompany.com, aaronmillspump.com, clarksonpump.com, or poppagezeppies.com. And now, just launching, visit www.shopthepump.com and check out a amazing pump gear such as t-shirts, toques, glassware, beverages, and even amazing grocery bundles. So take care everyone and be safe. Gavia Homeocare has been a trusted provider of homeopathic care for over 20 years. Any age group from children to old aged and from new diseases to the old ones like allergy, asthma, arthritis, hair loss, skin disorders, headache and migraine, male and female health issues, digestive disorders and piles, mental health issues, heart problems or for any acute or chronic diseases. Call 647-760-2779 or visit GaviaHomeoCare.com for more information. Gavia Homeocare, healthy lifestyle starts here. Life can be unpredictable. Let financial advisor Calvin Rampersad help you protect and plan for those unexpected surprises. For over 30 years, Calvin has proudly helped people just like you achieve their financial goals and support their future needs. With his unique 360-degree financial snapshot program, Calvin and his team of professional advisors helps you and your finances work smarter, not harder, protecting your hard-earned 
money. Whether it's life insurance, living benefits, investments, or financial planning, Calvin Rampersat is here to help plan your future. All you got to do is ask. So ask Calvin by visiting askcalvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. That's askcalvin.ca. The Bull Session continues on The Richard Serrett Show. News Talk, Saga, 960 AM. Hey, and welcome back. And before we get rolling, I just want to remind you, Oregano P73 from North American Urban Spice. You may have heard me mention my family and I, we take a few drops of the Oregano P73 oil under the tongue each and every day. For- Are you concerned about equality and fair treatment for African-Americans? Do you believe in a future where our communities are safe from both crime and over-policing? President Biden's administration is making major decisions, and we need your voice to be heard. The proposed ban on menthol cigarettes is in its final stages of approval, and black and brown law enforcement executives have said it could have dire unintended consequences for African Americans. The clock is ticking. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414 and ask him to stop this proposed menthol rule. The ban on menthol could lead to an illicit market and increased crime in our communities. Call President Biden and demand that he halt the ban on menthol until there's a review of the investigative findings. Let's make sure that over-policing and racial profiling come to an end. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414. Tell him to stop targeting African-Americans with a menthol ban. Time is running out. This message is paid for by Alliance for Fair and Equitable Policy. Optimum Health. And P73, it's handpicked in pristine and unpolluted remote mountains. There's absolutely no substitute for oregano P73. It's produced by old-fashioned steam distillation. And after over 30 years of continuous internal consumption and numerous scientific tests, oregano P73 is still the only wild-sourced organic oil of oregano acceptable for daily use. Oregano P73 is available at fine health food stores across the GTA. And you can order online at oregano.com. That's O-R-E-G-A-N-O-L. O-R-E-G-A-N-O-L. Oregano.com. All right, we are back. And uh, we're discussing uh, some rather startling statistics. Uh, Three quarters of Ontarians are experiencing increased mental health and substance use challenges during the pandemic. And Ontario's mental health leaders are calling on governments to take immediate action. And uh, it's called the Everything is Not Okay campaign. Adrienne Spafford is here uh, and uh, she's the CEO of Addictions Mental Health Ontario. There are, I guess, about six or seven, is it seven different mental health organizations involved in this campaign, Adrienne? Yeah, there's seven partners in the campaign um, that range across the full continuum or spectrum of services in community and in hospital. And it is the first time this many partners across Ontario in mental health and addiction have come together with one voice and one message to government that there is a mental health and addiction crisis in the provinces that existed before the pandemic. The pandemic has made it worse. And we need government to prioritize access to consistent, high-quality services with a focus on reducing wait time. Now, uh, I'm, what you're doing is absolutely laudable, of course, and absolutely crucial. I'm just wondering about the timing. Uh, you know, we're a year into uh, the lockdown and the pandemic. Um, do you think it might have been more impactful if this campaign had been launched earlier? 
I mean, every every one of us in this organization have been uh, calling for action um, for decades, uh, if not centuries, um, for some of the organizations. And so us uh, speaking about this message, elevating this message that there is a crisis uh, is not new. What is new is the data that has come out about the impact of the pandemic on the population. And what is new is that we're all coming together. And I think that tells you how big a crisis this is, uh, that all of the voices are coming together now and that we need to see action from the government. We've said we want to be part of the solution. That's why we have a four-point plan on our website that includes very specific action on our part. And we need government to uh, take action as well as make the investments needed uh, to make sure that when people put up their hand and ask for service, that quality service is easy to find. It's there when they find it and they find service, not a wait list. Absolutely. Could you, we just have a, a, a little bit of time here, but could you just sort of give us the, the four points, uh, the, the four point plan here fairly quickly? Absolutely. Yeah. We're calling on the government to deliver a wait time strategy that provides consistent care. So no matter where you live, you get the same high quality care, faster care. People are waiting too long and uh, some are dying on wait lists or getting more ill. Easier access to care. We know we need to make it easier for families uh, and family doctors and, and people who need services to find the care. And then finally, transparent care, because right now, Ontarians don't know how long they will have to wait and what they can and should expect from their care. And we believe that people in Ontario deserve access to that information like they do for other uh, illnesses like cancer and cardiac and uh, hip and knee surgery. And uh, give us a website, Adrian, if you could, for, for people to go and see these uh, these plans in detail. We've got a fantastic website with lots of resources that people are looking for support for themselves and also want to support the campaign at everythingisnotok.ca, hashtag not okay. Terrific. All right, Adrian, I applaud everything you're doing. Thank you so much. It's so important. Thanks so much for having us, Richard. You take care. You too. Adrian Spafford is the CEO of Addictions Mental Health uh, Ontario. All right, when we come back, the, uh, the Tamil Tigers, who are a, a, a registered terrorist group, or they were considered a terrorist group in Canada, um, were out protesting or demonstrating at Dundas Square last weekend. And apparently the police just kind of turned a blind eye. Now, if there were lockdown protests or demonstration going on, it might be another matter entirely. David Menzies will join us in just a moment from Rebel News and he has the details. Back with more of The Richard Serrett Show right here on Saga 960 AM. Leslie Stewart here to tell you about a brand new show to Saga 960, Life, Love and Lipstick. Starting on March 16th, we will air every Tuesday at 11 a.m. And I won't be alone. Tracy Lynn will be joining me. That's right, Leslie. No subject is off limits for us, as each week we'll bring you guys the stuff you need to hear from our perspective. Come raise your glass while raising your children with us every Tuesday starting next week. 
If you're like me, my pet is as much a part of the family as the kids. So when it comes to ensuring my dog's well-being, I count on VCA Canada Care Club. Care Club is an affordable, long-term wellness plan to protect your pet's health and help prevent illness and disease no matter their age. With Care Club, you will have unlimited visits with a veterinarian. The plan also offers 24-7 access to a veterinary professional via a live chat. The coverage includes a wide range of treatments, everything from annual vaccines and diagnostics to providing options for dental care and spaying or neutering. And when needed, the plan offers you the flexibility to make easy, affordable monthly payments. By offering you greater peace of mind, VCA Canada Care Club allows you to focus on what really matters in your pet's life, their happiness. For more information, check out careclub.vcacanada.com. KPA Lawyers is one of Peel Region's most popularly rated law firms on Google, and we assist clients in a wide variety of legal services. Whether you're looking for a real estate lawyer to close your housing transaction, or need a compassionate family lawyer who can help you get through a separation or divorce, KPA will have the right lawyer for you. KPA is not like some other law firms that just refer your case to another company. All of our legal services are performed in-house by our team of experienced and knowledgeable lawyers. Learn more and book an appointment online by visiting us at kpalawyers.ca. You can also call 905-965-6263 between 9am and 5pm Monday to Friday. Once again, our website is kpalawyers.ca and our phone number is 905-965-6263. Just having a little chin wag on the Richard Serrett Show. News Talk, Saga, 960 AM. Welcome back. Well, it seems that when it comes to demonstrations and protests, uh, there is one rule for uh, the anti-lockdown protesters and a rule for, well, just about everyone else. Uh, David Menzies is mission specialist, host of the Rebel Roundup on Rebel News, and uh, he has the story. Hello, David. Welcome. And we don't have David Menzies. All right. Well, he's a mission specialist. Um, I kind of thought when I first saw that, maybe he had something to do with NASA. Um, I don't know. Anyway, he's not here. So I'll just tell you in his stead what's happening. So you're probably aware every Saturday at Young and Dundas Square, there is an anti-lockdown protest. Uh, or there was anyway. I don't know if those are um, still ongoing. Dundas, Young and Dundas seems to be a, kind of a no man's land now. The police have been cracking down on those. And um, uh, some have described them as, uh, you know, ticketing and tackling and arresting and hauling off to jail. Uh, anyone uh, for basically exercising their constitutional rights. And uh, now these anti-lockdown protesters have sort of moved on from Young and Dundas Square to Queen's Park, where, again, uh, they're being ticketed and tackled and arrested and hauled off to jail for exercising their constitutional uh, rights. However, it's interesting to note that uh, there is another group that has been protesting at Young and Dundas uh, or demonstrating, I suppose. And uh, it seems as if the police are just turning a blind eye and uh, that group are the it's the Tamil Tigers and they are recognized as a terrorist group in Canada 
uh, as well as in about 30 other countries. They've also been named as a terrorist uh, group by the United Nations. And yet there they were on Saturday. Uh, There are supporters in Toronto proudly flying a flag that displays a tiger's head next to a couple of automatic weapons and a halo of bullets. That's the that's the flag. So uh, I'm just kind of cribbing here from David Menzies, who was uh, to join us from Rebel News, who was sort of on top of this story. He's uh, wondering aloud, one can brandish the flag of a terrorist organization in Toronto, but you can't wave a Canadian flag at an anti-lockdown protest. So again, the uh, the Tamil Tigers demonstrating and they uh, their cause, of course, they want uh, independence from, I guess, the Sinhalese that are ruling in uh, Sri Lanka. And uh, or at least they want an independent state within Sri Lanka. They were added to Canada's official list of terrorist organizations back in 2006. And they were included on the list kept by the Ministry of Public Safety and Emergency Preparedness back then. That was, that was uh, by Minister Stockwell Day, if you remember. And even at that time, again, this is going back 15 years, the decision to list the Tamil Tigers or the Liberation Tigers of Tamil Elam uh, was seen as kind of long overdue. And uh, as I say, the United Nations already lists the group as a terrorist organization. Canada is a signatory to the resolution that made that designation. And uh, they have been, the Tigers that is, have been fighting for an independent uh, Tamil state. I believe we now have uh, the aforementioned David Menzies with us from Rebel News. Hello, David. Hey, Richard, longtime listener, first time caller, and I apologize (laughs) for the technical glitches because I'm kind of like that Saturday Night Live character, unfrozen caveman lawyer. You know, your bright lights and fast moving cars frighten and confuse me. So I have my issues with technology when uh, going into these Zoom meetings. So uh, I beg your forgiveness, sir. That's all right. I was uh, anybody else, I'd I'd never speak to him again. But for you, David, I make an (laughs) exception. Now, I, I was doing my best in your stead to kind of summarize the story. So, uh, as I mentioned, the the anti-lockdown protesters, they moved from Young and, uh, Young and Dundas Square, where they were protesting every Saturday. They were being, as you said, ticketed and tackled and arrested. They moved over to Queen's Parkway. They are now being ticketed and tackled and, and arrested. Uh, and yet, so tell me about this Tamil Tiger a demonstration. We just have a couple minutes here um, uh, on Sunday. How many were they and, and what was the purpose of this specific demonstration? Yeah, it was actually on Saturday afternoon, Richard, and it was only by fluke. I was going by uh, Young Dundas Square late Saturday afternoon and I couldn't believe my eyes for two reasons. One, a gathering, a protest on Young Dundas Square which um, John Tory has declared no man's land uh, since January. Secondly, these were Tamil Tiger supporters. And Richard, there they were f- flying the flag of the Tamil Tigers. That's the one with the, the tiger head, the two automatic weapons and a halo. Are you concerned about equality and fair treatment for African-Americans? Do you believe in a future where our communities are safe from both crime and over-policing? President Biden's administration is making major decisions and we need your voice to be heard. The proposed ban on menthol cigarettes is in its final stages of approval and black and brown law enforcement executives have said it could have dire unintended consequences for African-Americans. The clock is ticking. 
Call President Biden at 202-456-1414 and ask him to stop this proposed menthol rule. The ban on menthol could lead to an illicit market and increased crime in our communities. Call President Biden and demand that he halt the ban on menthol until there's a review of the investigative findings. Let's make sure that over-policing and racial profiling come to an end. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414. Tell him to stop targeting African-Americans with a menthol ban. Time is running out. This message is paid for by Alliance for Fair and Equitable Policy. Bullets. Um, you know, it's funny, when, whenever you see... Um, uh, you know, firearms on the flag, you know, things aren't going that well. But the thing is, um, whether you agree or not, the Tamil Tigers are considered a terrorist group in Canada, as well as 30 other nations. And where were the police? Well, the police were nowhere. Um, and yet for weeks, we saw peaceful protesters uh, Richard, and I mean that because I've been covering these protests since last April, almost every single Saturday. And evidently in John Tory's Toronto, speaking into a megaphone, displaying a sign, waving a flag, including the egregious Canadian flag, uh, quoting Bible, biblical passages, merely standing on a corner. All of that is illegal. But the Tamil Tigers, no problem. And earlier last year uh, in the summertime, we saw much larger gatherings in the city of Black Lives Matter protesters. Uh, I can't say those were completely peaceful. Uh, members of those protests, Richard, uh, desecrated the Sir John A. Macdonald statue. That's at the South Lawn of Queen's Park. If you drive by it or your listeners drive by it, uh, shamefully, Sir John remains uh, entombed in a wooden coffin with a garbage bag over his head, uh, lest he trigger the uh, social justice warriors to carry out further acts of vandalism. And Richard, um, not only did the police turn a blind eye to that last summer, but they actually bent a knee in solidarity with the protests, including the former police chief. And uh, in John Tory Toronto, hey, no problem, but that's okay, Richard, because John Tory loves Black Lives Matter. And by that, if you recall going back three years ago, uh, Usra Kagali, who's a co-founder of Black Lives Matter Toronto, she put out a tweet. It's since been deleted, but uh, thank God for screen captures. This is what she wrote in her tweet, Richard. Please, Allah, give me strength not to cuss slash kill these men and white folks out here today. Please, please, please. Now, Richard, could you imagine if you or I, uh, I don't know, switched Allah with God, and we switched men with women, and we switched white with brown or black. Uh, I think that's the end of our careers, quite frankly. Well, as well and as probably, I, of course, yeah, yeah. And but here, but on, in this regard, uh, Usra Kigali never apologized for this racist rant, uh, and instead of condemning her, Black Lives Matter shamefully rushed to her defense. And later that year, John Tory, Mayor Tory who doesn't tolerate peaceful anti-lockdown protests in the city square, he presented this lovely young lady with a civic award called the Pam McConnell Award for Young Woman in Leadership. How do you well, like you them go. apples, Richard? Well, there you go. The double standards are uh, uh, everywhere, apparently. David, uh, time is tight. we got to run. But uh, we'll mention you, a mission specialist, host of the Rebel Roundup on Rebel News. And uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. 
It was a pleasure, Richard. And now that I know the routine, I won't be late. I promise you, sir. <laughs> All right. All right, my friend. Thank you. All Take right. care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Every Friday, our weekly feature, we celebrate all things food. Chef Matt Dean Petit, the co-host of Dine and Dash, is next. Stay with us. Are you looking for a way to make a difference in your business? Check out your local Board of Trade or Chamber of Commerce. These community-based business organizations are positioned to help your business in many ways. They are the voice of business that advocate for you every day at all levels of government. They give you access to business associates, government officials, and a host of programs designed to boost your bottom line. For more information, call the Mississauga Board of Trade at 905-273-6151 or visit online at www.mbot.com. Sometimes getting caught in rush hour is worth the wait. Hey, this is John Scholes. And I'm Elvira Carriup, host of the Rush Hour Show, right here on News Talk Saga 960 AM. Inviting you to join us at our new time, Wednesdays at 11 AM, beginning March 3rd. Same riveting topics with guest experts, from Wealth Wednesdays with Kelvin the Money Guy, to the latest news in real estate, health and wellness, relationships, entertainment, and how to protect your legal rights, and so much more. It's a fast-paced rush. Hour with Skulls and Caria, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk Saga 960 a.m. The Rush Hour with Skulls and Caria here on Saga 960 a.m. If you are looking for the best in Middle Eastern cuisine in Mississauga, look no further than Top Grill Shawarma. We've been delighting customers with our tender and juicy chicken shawarma, beef shawarma platter, and falafel, which have been amongst our most popular dishes. We are located in the heart of Clarkson, Mississauga at 1900 Lakeshore Road West for pickup or by calling us at 905-822-2800. You can also order Top Grill Shawarma online through Uber Eats, DoorDash or Skip the Dishes. We are open Monday to Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 12 noon to 9 p.m. Authentic, delicious, and local, Top Grill Shawarma is your Middle Eastern lunch and dinner destination. Let's rejoin the conversation on The Richard Serrett Show on News Talk Saga 960 AM. Hey, welcome back. Let me ask you, how would you like to learn how to access the subconscious mind? And you can do that at the Hypno Healing Institute of Toronto. You can help others achieve success, eliminate bad habits and build better relationships. You can be trained to be a consulting hypnotist in just 100 hours online by registered psychotherapist and award-winning board certified hypnotherapist, Debbie Papadakis. Gain the knowledge to help yourself and others. Hypno-healing.com. Hypno hypno-healing.com hypno-healing.com all right it is friday and it is time to expand our epicurean horizons and uh every every week at this hour we're going to do just that today we've got chef matt uh, uh matt petit and he is uh, the co-host of dine and dash which you can hear every friday at 1 p.m right here on news talk saga 960 a.m hey chef matt how are you Rick, I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? Terrific. I see you're all masked up there. There you go. How are you? I am. Now you can see my face. I'm in a, <laughs> uh, a beautiful, I'm in downtown Toronto right now. I'm actually in a beautiful uh, uh, a museum building that uh, is a work, uh, work sharing place. So I'm here uh, masked on and, uh, you know, working hard on a Friday here, which is great. 
Ah, terrific. So, you know, uh, things are hopefully going to start to open up a little bit more. And it's time really to show some restaurants our love and appreciation. Uh, you know, we associate restaurants with with good times and, and celebrations and so forth. So why don't we do that? Why don't we uh, talk about some restaurants um, that maybe are near and dear to your heart and, and uh, tell people a little bit about them? Absolutely. No. And thanks for having me on the show. And, and congrats and welcome to the Saga 960 uh Family, my friend, this is, is this week one for you? This is week two. Week two. It just sounds like week one. (laughs) It it does. And you know what? You are certainly no stranger and uh, leader and strong voice in the, uh, in our industry. So thank you. And it's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun to have you part of the station. And so to answer your question, Rick, I think, you know, you summed it up great in the fact that it's time to put the spotlight on local restaurants, businesses, and uh, let's support them as best as possible. You know, here in the GTA, there's certainly, we are no shy and, and uh, lack of amazing restaurants, bars and pubs. And, you know, a couple for me just off the top and at the get go. Um, I don't know if you're if you're familiar with one called Roll San, R-O-L-S-A-N. And it's yeah. a uh, dim sum, yeah. right? Yeah, it's I love a dim, dim sum. sum. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It's a dim sum restaurant. It's actually located downtown Toronto. Uh, so in our backyard here as well. Uh, beautiful place on a Sunday where, you know, you can pick all your different dim sums. Uh, you know, and they make my personal favorite. They also do a wonton soup. It's a very classic style. It's just, it's that comfort food for me on a weekend. And, uh, it is certainly one of my favorite spots without question. Okay. That's roll sand and that's on Spadina. It is. That's exactly right. So that's like Spadina and Dundas here downtown, uh, an outstanding, outstanding spot. And are you, so let me ask you, let me just turn it to you for real quick, real quick. What would be your favorite type of food? Do you have a go-to food when you're like, I need this, I'm craving it? Do you have number one? Well, I don't go out uh, as much as I'd like. But so when I go out, I like, you know, surf and turf. Yeah. Oh, a man after my heart. So I'm in the seafood business, Rick. So I uh, I have seafood restaurants in my past. I have a, a restaurant concept now called Coast by MDP, which is a surf and turf restaurant where it's all lobster rolls and smash burgers. Uh and, you know, we have various locations in, in the GTA as well, which is fun there. One of my other, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I, I miss going to a great, great Irish pub. And we had my show on the station today, which is Dine and Dash, as you mentioned, with my co-host, Jeff Cole. One of my favorite places is right in our, our own backyard as well. And uh, an Irish pub right in Port Credit. I don't know if you're familiar with the Brogue Irish Pub. Uh, I've seen I've seen this the uh, the sign or the ad, but I've never been yeah. there. Yeah. So since 1999, uh, Tommy Donnelly and his family, right in our own backyard there in the Peel region, so right in Port Credit, right at Lakeshore Road East, overlooking sort of the water, stunning place. If you need one of the best pints of Guinness, I don't know about you, but I'm a big Guinness person. St. Patrick's Day is around the corner. I'm craving a great pint of Guinness right now. Do you drink it warm? So I, I do. I'll drink it anyway. Just, you know, I'll drink it literally warm. I'll drink it cold. Truthfully, I do prefer it being a little bit better, you know, a little bit over room temperature. I, I, I prefer a bit of a chill to it. But truthfully, I drink my wine, my, my red wine that way, too. For me, a secret for red wine. And I just find it, you know, anywhere you're traveling in Europe or whatever. For me, I like to have it just slightly chilled. So I put it right. in. The, I'll put it in the fridge for, say, 15 minutes. And before I go to drink my wine with anything, I do this, I'll do it tonight. I'll probably have a lovely glass of red wine. I'll take it out of the fridge and I'll put it on my countertop. So it just, nobody really wants boiling, you know, warm, warm red wine or, or warm beer at that matter. Right, right. You know, the, my, my lovely bride, the mighty Aphrodite, she used uh, Guinness, when she made ribs last week oh, and she put yeah. the Guinness in the ribs. 
Oh, it, absolutely. Absolutely stunning, stunning, stunning. Like that's, you know what, the Guinness is, it's a secret. It's, you know, it's something that you can cook with, you can use for ages and ages and ages and ages. It's a, yeah, that's a, an absolute classic. Uh, you know, for years and years, I had Irish on my, in my family and, you know, they would drink it uh, and serve it to us kids as little kids, you know, for our iron content and so forth. It's a light beer. It's actually a light beer and it's actually, you know, quite good for you actually. With right. I, got, I have to tell you very quickly before we roll, I got kind of freaked out though. I'd never really had a can of Guinness <laughs> I, I, and, and, and I was, there was that, that plastic ball in the bottom. And I said, who put a ping pong ball in my Guinness? That's exactly it. It's crazy. The degasser. Yeah. That pops and it gives you that, that nice cascading effect. I have one more restaurant before we go. Cause I know we got to run on your side and thank you for having me on the show today. Uh, and I look forward to coming on and giving some more food tips with your listeners. But is Le Select? So oh, Le it's Select, an institution. 19, it's been around for 20, what, 35 years? I think it's about 35 years. You're absolutely right. And it actually, unfortunately, was a casualty of COVID right now. And the original owners have sold. Uh, I'm, there, yeah, there's talk that there will be it will be picked up. So that's actually downtown in Toronto. That's on Wellington Street. It was originally on Queen Street for many, many years on Queen Street West. You know, a classic bistro, a tartare, a steak frite, your classic, beautiful Pinot Red with the piano music playing. It took you and transported you to, you know, somewhere in Lyon or you could be in, uh, you know, beautiful Paris, of course. I accept. That was an invitation, right? You're at your, well, uh, your treat? <laughs> yeah, that was my treat. Absolutely, it was my treat. No problem. No Let's select bistro. <laughs> Let's select bistro on Wellington and uh, Roll San uh, Dim Sum Place on Spadina and the Irish pub in the Brogue, the Brogue Inn. Yeah. Brogue Inn. Terrific. All right, Chef Matt, Dean Petit, always uh, uh, great to talk about food and uh, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks, Rick. And thanks to all the listeners. Have a great, safe weekend, everybody. All right. Dine and Dash. That's uh, Fridays at 1 p.m. here on Saga 960. Stay tuned for Hour 2 right here on Saga 960. Are you concerned about equality and fair treatment for African-Americans? Do you believe in a future where our communities are safe from both crime and over-policing? President Biden's administration is making major decisions, and we need your voice to be heard. The proposed ban on menthol cigarettes is in its final stages of approval, and black and brown law enforcement executives have said it could have dire unintended consequences for African Americans. The clock is ticking. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414 and ask him to stop this proposed menthol rule. The ban on menthol could lead to an illicit market and increased crime in our communities. Call President Biden and demand that he halt the ban on menthol until there's a review of the investigative findings. Let's make sure that over-policing and racial profiling come to an end. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414. Tell him to stop targeting African-Americans with a menthol ban. Time is running out. This message is paid for by Alliance for Fair and Equitable Policy. I'm Chef Matt Dean Pettit, and I'm a restaurateur. And I'm Jeff Cole, and I'm hungry. We love food. Like, really love it. So much so that we created a show called Dine and Dash. Each week, we'll speak to the amazing people who rock the hospitality industry. We'll share recipes, cooking tips, wine and beer pairings, all that will help you turn any meal into a dinner party attraction. And every dinner party is just a kitchen party waiting to happen. So join us every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on Saga 960 AM. Dine and Dash. It's a kitchen party. And, and everyone's, everyone's invited. invited. 
I'm so over this. I don't even know anyone who's had COVID-19. And it's not like I'm at risk. We don't see many people, just a few neighbors and close friends. It's fine. We wear a mask and everything. We're really careful. Excuses won't stop the spread of the deadly COVID-19 virus. Until we all get the vaccine, stay home as much as possible. Visit Ontario.ca slash COVID-19 for more information. Paid for by the Government of Ontario. The views expressed in the following program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Saga 960 AM or its management. Hey, Richard! Hello, yes. Can I help you? Richard! The Richard Serrett Show continues on Newstalk Saga 960 AM. News, not in the news. Hey, welcome back to Hour 2. And the uh, lovable, irascible Lou Skeezus joins us. How are you, Lou? There he is. The mustachioed Lou Skeezus, fresh back from walking Sebastian. How are you, my friend? Fantastic, Richard. Great to be here. You know, I wanted to mention that uh, earlier today, I was tuned into a a webinar hosted by uh, the uh, Milton Public Library. It was from a specialist at NASA talking about the um, the rover on Mars. It was fantastic. They had a PhD, uh, Dr. Sarah Milkovich, talking about the um, all the excitement about the rover, the Perseverance rover. I couldn't right. get enough of it. Yeah, I, I I know you send me that link, and I didn't have a chance to uh, to watch. Uh, so um, how how can we log into that? I mean, is, is was it a one time thing, or is this ongoing? Or I I don't know exactly the frequency. My daughter Madeline uh, signed me up for it because we had been talking about the rover and how fascinated I was. She was somewhat less fascinated, but she uh, appreciated my interest in it. So she hooked me up to it. And uh, I think it was just great. Now, just to give you an idea of the audience, it was uh, organized through the public library. It was me and about 180 uh, elementary school kids and they wouldn't take my question. <laughs> so you were rating your element. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. You know, my tribe right there, young people interested in technology, right? Right. Well, well speaking of perseverance, that's the watchword because we have all of these businesses uh, across Canada that have just been kind of hanging on as best they can. And now we have this report. It's a new survey by the Canadian Chamber of Commerce that found 51% of Canadian businesses are uncertain they can remain open. Uh, that's a pretty dire number, wouldn't you say? Well, uh, would you be surprised? I mean, Not at they've, all. Been, they've been shut down time and time and time again. Now, certain um, uh, sectors of the economy, Richard, have been hit the worst by it. And retail comes to mind. Restaurants come to mind. Uh, you know, whereas the superstores and so on were allowed to continue to operate. So Walmart, Costco, uh, the great Canadian superstore, they were able to not only sell your groceries, but merchandise. Right. And going back to the beginning of this debacle, uh, a number of uh, store owners that had similar kinds of merchandise, whether it was electronic or kids clothing and so on, saying, how come they can sell my product? And I can't explain it to me. And they got no explanation. So, you know, am I surprised? No, I expected to see a very 
high mortality rate because of bad policy. Well, even those that managed to survive somehow by hook or by crook, uh, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business has found that small businesses had to take on, get this, $135.1 billion in new debt just to weather this pandemic storm. So for those that survive, they have they've got that albatross to deal with. Absolutely. And, you know, if you look at the stats, Richard, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, new businesses are a uh, seal pup on the ice waiting for a club. Okay, their survival ratios are pretty miserable. Fifty percent of new businesses uh, fold their tent within a year. Okay, and it just gets worse as you go further out there. I think that, you know, it's great that people want to try different kinds of enterprises for themselves. They think they've got the silver bullet, uh, you know, the the mousetrap, the better mousetrap and so on. But it's very, very challenging. And when people come to me with it for advice on what to do with the new startup and so on, my number one question is how deep are your pockets? Because uh, you may have a five-year business plan with 12 months capital, and it's just not going to work out. But this, with these kind of debt loads, one hundred and thirty-one point or one hundred and thirty-five point one billion dollars against small businesses taking on a new debt. Uh, I mean, this is a bubble that we may not see burst for maybe a decade down the road. This fallout will just continue to haunt us. Well, I, you know, sadly, if you look at the Canadian business uh, landscape. If you want to borrow from a bank in order to uh, start a business or sustain your business, you're typically going to have a gun to your head to sign over uh, personal assets. And when people ask me that, should I sign a personal guarantee on a loan? I say, absolutely not. You need to have a certain amount of capital at risk. There's no two ways about it. But if you got to choke down on the loan portfolio, it's not going to work out. So uh, you just got to be cautious of that. You don't want to have two problems, Richard, Uh, a business in trouble and then trouble at home when you have to face off. Yeah, not only are we in trouble, not only is the business in trouble, but I signed uh, over the deed to the house. That's not going to go over well. You got to be careful. Well, despite this bad news, Statistics Canada is reporting that uh, Canada added far more jobs than expected in February, and the unemployment fell sharply to 8.2%. So they're saying a blockbuster February job gain. Uh, Your thoughts on that? I mean, do you believe those numbers? No, I don't. And I'll tell you why, Richard. A you know, a spectacular drop from what, like nine point four percent to eight point two. You know what I say? It's cute, but you still got a big problem. And you know, dressing it up like that and putting lipstick on a pig doesn't impress me at all. Uh, there's not enough employment growth in order to sustain the economy. And still at the bottom of the heap with the G7. Also, those numbers don't account for the people. They always manipulate the uh, the labor statistics, but they, they don't account for the people that simply have, have given up and have dropped out of the job market. So if you take that into account, I'm reading it's probably somewhere north of 10 percent our unemployment rate. Well, some have said the, uh, you know, the actual number of people that aren't interested in participating could take that to north of 12 percent. Okay, so it's pretty extreme. And with the uh, CERB and so on, a lot of people are saying, I don't think I really want to go back to work. Right. I got mailbox money coming in. 
right? I just got to walk out to the mailbox and, you know, or, you know, see the deposit directly into my account. So I just don't, uh, yes, there was a drop in the unemployment rate as reported, but please let's not fluff this up. Okay. It's still bad. Interesting commentary in the Wall Street Journal today about the uh, the need for a cost benefit analysis of the lockdown. And uh, basically what the, the opinion piece was on about was saying, listen, they never did one because they knew if they did a cost benefit analysis of the lockdown. By the time you look at all the, the collateral damage and so forth caused by the lockdown, it would it would it would show that it wasn't worth it. The lockdowns weren't worth it. More more damage done than than it helped. Your thoughts? The yeah, need, no, I, I, you know, Richard, when you're dealing with uh, disease, okay, I always go back to how farmers deal with a pathogen going through their herds. Okay, you cannot import cattle from an area that has had any kind of significant disease. The borders are shut immediately. And yet uh, we thought it was a good idea to allow you know, uh, jet aircraft uh, uh, disgorging thousands of people every day from all over the world, even though we had notification of a pathogen working through this herd of large mammals called humanity. So number one problem. Number two problem, when you shut down the economy, it's not a good idea. You know, I lived through the Hong Kong flu of 1969. Yes, there were people that died, sadly, but they didn't shut down the economy. This was just a new page at the back of the playbook on, hey, what should we do with the pathogen? You know, a pandemic. Hey, let's shut down the economy. We haven't tried that yet. So I think it was just totally misguided. And I agree with the uh, opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal. When you do the you know, uh, cost benefit analysis on a shutdown, the answer would be no. Don't do it now. Don't ever do it again. Right. I mean, obviously, we're not scientists, but but this is where, you know, statisticians. Well, I studied and, science. Right. Okay. And I, I participated in the uh, in the webinar with NASA there you go. Okay, you're you're in. You're qualified. No, but the idea of of you would think that that would be almost first order of business before you do something like this, is is to conduct a cost benefit analysis. That should be standard procedure. You would think. Well, they were rushing to one solution after another, and again, they had a playbook, as you know, coming out of SARS, Richard, and they threw this playbook away. You know, they said, no, no, we're going to build an administrative setup where the decisions or the, uh, the view of the sentinels that are seeing what's going on internationally in terms of pathogens and so on, oh no, that's gotta go up the chain of command till somebody with a big title and a big salary can decide what to do. We can't let the sentinel say, halt, what's the password, right? No, it's got to go all the way up the chain of command. That's uh, that was another fallacy or a breakdown in the system. We had developed the playbook. The playbook got thrown away. All right. We've got uh, now New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is piling on and calling on for New York Governor Cuomo to resign. And uh, we just have this uh, late breaking uh, audio clip, a press conference from Governor Cuomo. Let's have a listen. Shut up. Shut up, you lugs. I got something to say. What's going on? Come on up. Shut up. Will you shut up, you lugs? I'm going to take care of every one of you, just like I always did. I got a job for every one of you. Yeah? 
Come on, boys, take out the artillery. Oh, Come on, hurry up. Hurry up now, loosen up. That's it. Hey, some of you guys over there, bring up the rest of those persuaders. Come on, I'll make it snappy. There, that's it. Oh, Lefty, Blackie, I want you to dump this on one of our trucks and cart it down to the East River. You mean dump it, boss? Hey. Yeah, these persuaders. <laughs> well, you know, you carry I, a persuader. <laughs> well, you know, I I look at it and I say, you know, that to some that would be the right call on Governor Cuomo, right? Get him into the river as quickly as possible. <laughs> you know, given the decisions he made around uh, the long-term care facilities in the New York City area, and as well. Uh, the young ladies that he was accosting in his staff and, you know, people around the governor's mansion. So, you know, he's not a good character and he, he should be on his way, either down the river or under the river, one or the other. All right, Lou, you have a great weekend. Say hello to Sebastian. I will, Richard. Enjoy yourself as well and your sons. And let me know how those computers work out. All right. I'll send them over if it's a go. All right. Lucy. Happy capitalism. Thank you, my friend. When we come back, fact check this. If you're like me, my pet is as much a part of the family as the kids. So when it comes to ensuring my dog's well-being, I count on VCA Canada Care Club. Care Club is an affordable, long-term wellness plan to protect your pet's health and help prevent illness and disease no matter their age. With Care Club, you will have unlimited visits with a veterinarian. The plan also offers 24-7 access to a veterinary professional via a live chat. The coverage includes a wide range of treatments, everything from annual vaccines and diagnostics to providing options for dental care and spaying or neutering. And when needed, the plan offers you the flexibility to make easy, affordable monthly payments. By offering you greater peace of mind, VCA Canada Care Club allows you to focus on what really matters in your pet's life their happiness. For more information, check out careclub.vcacanada.com. In the ever-changing landscape of professional sports leagues, schedules, and availability, there is one constant. Sports Interaction, Canada's favorite online sports book. Never miss a game, the latest odds, or in-game pricing. All the NFL, NCAA sports, golf, and don't forget, upcoming games in the NBA and NHL. At home or on the go, for action on every sport, on every game, anywhere you want to play. Make the call with Sports Interaction, Canada's online sports book. Brought to you by Mohawk Online in Canada. Players must be 19 or over. Play responsibly at Sports Interaction. Glenn Healy, Don Fear, Gary Bettman, Kurt Menefee, Kenny Albert, Paul Beeston, Bob Nicholson, Eugene Melnick, Ross Atkins, Mike Emmerich, Bob Cole, Ken Holland, P.K. Subban. You've heard them on my podcast. Now listen to our conversations here on the radio. Hi, I'm Bob McCowan. Join John Shannon and me for The Bob McCowan Show, starting Monday at 6 p.m. here on Saga 960. Continuing with the conversation, this is the Richard Serrett Show on Newstalk, Saga 960 AM. Hey, welcome back. Before we get into the into the fray, how would you like to begin a new career right now in a booming new field promoting health and wellness? At the Hypno Healing Institute of Toronto, you can become a consulting hypnotist 
in just 14 weeks. You'll be guided step-by-step through this online course by registered psychotherapist and award-winning board-certified hypnotherapist, Debbie Papadakis. Debbie's been teaching this certification course for over 20 years. For more information, go to hypno-healing.com, hypno-healing.com, hypno-healing.com. How do we determine what is true, what is false, and what is misleading? Fact check this. All right. Welcome back. Um, A middle school choir teacher in Minnesota recently taught a class full of sixth graders about various types of oppression by separating students. Get this. She separated the students into privileged and targeted categories. These are grade six kids, by the way. This is the latest example of educators and administrators teaching critical race theory and progressive political ideology to young, impressionable students, often while the social engineering campaign goes completely unnoticed by parents. According to a lesson plan, documents obtained uh, by uh, The Blaze, the teacher told students last week we talked about how hard it is to talk about race and the level of difficulty is different for different people. For people who are privileged, it's much easier to talk about race and other issues. For people who are not privileged, it's much harder. So today we will look at different types of oppression and whether each of us in the privileged group or the targeted group, the lesson plan included a chart listing five types of oppression for the student's consideration, racism, sexism, religious oppression, heterosexism, and xenophobia. Uh, grade six, folks, this is grade six. They're, they're laying this trip on them. Uh, I don't know how you feel, but uh, that's, that's just not necessary at level six. Now, from, from uh, that, it gets even uh, stranger. Are you familiar with Kew Gardens? Have you been to Kew Gardens in London? It's beautiful. So, there, you know, it's, the gardens are a world-renowned. Well, they're going to change their labels on their plants and flowers. Why? They want to inform visitors how racist they are. So, they're going to tell visitors how racist the plants are. Yes, actually, this is true. The popular attraction, which welcomes over 2 million visitors a year from all over the world, is set to change display boards for plants such as sugarcane, previously har- uh, harvested by slaves, to highlight their imperial legacy, according to the Daily Mail. According to Q director Richard Deverell, the change is part of an effort to move quickly to decolonize collections. Decolonize collections. You heard that correctly. Uh, the change happened after managers at Q consulted with A.J. Charabra, an actor with an insight into how sugarcane was linked to slavery. Well, that is an interesting history lesson. Um, you know, I have I have no problem with that. This is yet another capitulation to woke mobs. Uh, apparently, who are trying to subvert the United Kingdom and make its population ashamed of their heritage and birthright. Uh, despite the fact that Britain was the first major country in the world to end slavery. Uh, Brits like William Wilberforce literally risked their lives to travel to the colonies and free slaves. The purpose of activists' efforts to push for decolonization is actually just a reverse cultural colonization by the woke mob, uh, according to uh, this blogger. Um 
Tory MP Sir John Hayes has responded to the announcement by saying he would look into public funding of Kew Gardens. This is preposterous posturing by people who are so out of touch with the sentiment of patriotic Britain, he said. This is typically bourgeois liberal arrogance, which is ill-fitting of people that get public funding. Kew Gardens is uh, by no means the first public attraction to, uh, to go woke in the UK. The National Trust also vowed to continue an investigation into the contentious history of its properties. One such example being Winston Churchill's former home, Chartwell, simply because Churchill once held the post of Secretary of State for the Colonies. So I guess they'll be tearing down Chartwell. Statues in major cities are also under threat of being removed with London Mayor Sadiq Khan overseeing a commission to review and improve diversity across London's public realm to ensure the capital landmarks suitability affect London's achievements and diversity. So there you have it. The, uh, the plants at Kew Gardens are going to be relabeled because the plants somehow are racist. Now, uh, keep in mind, I, I, I think the, um, the sugarcane display highlighting maybe the, uh, the connection to slavery, I don't have a problem with that. I think that's an important history lesson. All right, when we come back, a very interesting gentleman uh, will be with us. Dr. Akko Ufadike is the national chair of the National Council of the Association of Black Conservatives. And uh, he'll be with me for a couple of segments. Looking forward to that conversation. And just a heads up, I just wanted to mention this now. Uh, coming up on Monday, just in advance of the debut of the Bob McCowan Show here on Saga 960, uh, we will be speaking with the Bobcat himself, uh, I guess around 5.30. And then, of course, his program debuts on Saga 960 at six o'clock, we're all very excited to have Bob McCowan on the program and um, and on the station. And he will join me again Monday, uh, just before 5.30. And uh, we will introduce him to you all. And then he'll, of course, be launching his own program, The Bob McCowan Show, right here on Saga 960. All right, back with more in a moment. Don't go away. Here's Brandon DuPont and Saga 960 AM Traffic. Westbound 403 in the Collectors at Eglinton. There's a crash blocking the left lane, but it is in the process of clearing up. It's heavily delayed on the, uh, sorry, heavily delayed from the southbound 410 from the 401 as well. In town, we have reports of a crash in Brampton on Queen West of Highway 50. Delays westbound QEW is heavy from the 427 to here, Ontario, and heavy from Burlough to Brant. Eastbound QEW, heavy delays from Appleby to Ford Drive. Westbound 403 is heavy from before the 401 to Eglinton, and the eastbound 403, though, is moving well. Westbound 401 is slow from the 400 to Dixon, Martin Grove, and solid from here, Ontario, through Mavis. Eastbound 401 is solid from Highway 25 to the 407 and slow through Mississauga Road, then slow approaching the 427 to the 400. Northbound 410 is slow from Steeles to Williams Parkway. Eastbound 409 is slow from Martin Grove to the 401, and the northbound 427 is absolutely solid from the 407 to Highway 7. 
It's currently 526. Tonight there will be clear skies and becoming partly cloudy near midnight with strong winds west at 40 kilometers gusting to 70 at a low of minus 8 with a wind chill of minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow it will be sunny at a high of 7 with a wind chill of minus 11 in the morning. It's currently 6 and partly cloudy in Mississauga. That is your news talk, Saga 960, traffic on the fives. Your next traffic update is at 535. Before Portage, Ontario, I'd betrayed everyone. I was ashamed, scared, alone, and a detriment to anyone around me. I had nowhere to go, like nowhere. Now, I have found hope. There is life after addiction. Portage, Ontario saved my life. Portage, Ontario is a long-term residential rehabilitation treatment facility for youth aged 14 to 18 years with substance abuse dependencies. If you or someone you know needs help with substance abuse addiction, call Portage, Ontario at 519-846-0945, online at portage.ca. Treatment is free for Ontario youth. Brian Crombie Radio Hour is moving to a new time on Monday, March 15th. We're moving to 7 p.m. every evening, Monday through Friday on 960 a.m. Brian Crombie Radio Hour is a, a talk show where I get the opportunity to interview fascinating uh, people from all different walks of life. And hopefully we have some provocative uh, discussions. I end most of the shows with my own personal opinions. And we've been talking about politics, economics, business, urban development, health and, and life sciences, life itself, lifestyle. And, and I usually end the week on Friday with someone from the arts. You know, I've had uh, fascinating guests and provocative discussions. I've had uh, leaders of uh, all the, the major political parties, both in Canada as well as Ontario, mayors, counselors. We've had lawyers. We've had uh, psychotherapists. We've had coaches. We've had uh, lots of different people from sports and the arts. Uh, it's been really a fascinating opportunity for me to share with you some of the people that I come across in my life that I want to give an opportunity to express their views, and I get to challenge them, and it's a heck of a lot of fun. So that's moving the Brian Crombie Radio Hour to a new time on Monday, March 15th, 7 p.m. every night on 960M. Or you can stream me online at saga960m.ca and my podcasts and videocasts are available afterwards. Thanks. I hope you join us. If you are looking for the best in Middle Eastern cuisine in Mississauga, look no further than Top Grill Shawarma. We've been delighting customers with our tender and juicy chicken shawarma, beef shawarma platter, and falafel, which have been amongst our most popular dishes. We are located in the heart of Clarkson in Mississauga at 1900 Lakeshore Road West for pickup or by calling us at 905-822-2800. Are you concerned about equality and fair treatment for African Americans? Do you believe in a future where our communities are safe from both crime and over-policing? President Biden's administration is making major decisions, and we need your voice to be heard. The proposed ban on menthol cigarettes is in its final stages of approval, and black and brown law enforcement executives have said it could have dire unintended consequences for African Americans. The clock is ticking. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414 and ask him to stop this proposed menthol rule. The ban on menthol could lead to an illicit market and increased crime in our communities. Call President Biden and demand that he halt the ban on menthol until there's a review of the investigative findings. Let's make sure that over-policing and racial profiling come to an end. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414. Tell him to stop targeting African-Americans with a menthol ban. Time is running out. 
This message is paid for by Alliance for Fair and Equitable Policy. Zero. You can also order Top Grill Shawarma online through Uber Eats, DoorDash, or Skip the Dishes. We are open Monday to Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 12 noon to 9 p.m. Authentic, delicious, and local, Top Grill Shawarma is your Middle Eastern lunch and dinner destination. With Saga 9th. Back to the conversation on the Richard Serrett Show. News Talk, Saga, 960 AM. And welcome back. And it is uh, a great pleasure to uh, have with us the national chair of the National Council of the Association of Black Conservatives, Dr. Akko Ufudike, Ufudike, and uh, I apologize. I've been I've been working on that all uh, all afternoon. <laughs> Dr. Ufudike, how are you, sir? Welcome. Do we have Dr. Ufudike? Is he there? We don't have him. All right, we're working on him. This is live radio, folks. This is what happens in live radio. All right. Um, we've got Brandon working the phones busily trying to get Dr. Ufadiki on the show. And uh, I was actually delighted to learn about this organization. I was not familiar with the Association of Black Conservatives and uh, was most interested in speaking with uh, Dr. Ufadiki. There, now he's not here. I've, uh, I've got the last name down. Um, anyway, the, uh, the Association of Black Conservatives, they're uh, an incorporated not-for-profit organization, and they, uh, their aim is to promote conservative values and beliefs, and uh, they believe they're, uh, they're, they're the prosperity as Canadians is assured when we maintain and promote the principles of equality for all people. I think we can all get behind uh, that. So we will uh, continue to try and raise... Uh, Dr. Eko Afudike and uh, get him on the program. Uh, in the meantime, well, what are we going to do here? We can, um, Brandon, are you on, uh, on mic there, my friend? Yep, I'm here. I get you on. All right. So uh, listen, we, uh, here we are now, our second week into the program. And yeah. you've been uh, working very hard alongside me producing the show. Yeah. How do you think we're doing yeah. so far? I think we're doing all right. Uh, I think we're doing all right. Are you enjoying it so far? Not right now, but <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a joke. No, yes, no, yeah. no. It's uh, yeah. I know. Uh, actually, uh, I'm excited too to have uh, Dr. Ako Ufo DK coming on. Uh, I think he'll provide some uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting insight as to uh, what the organization is, is, is uh, what organization represents and right. and the the values that they represent as well, and they like to uh, construct towards others. Right. Now, you wear a lot of hats here at um, Saga 960. You uh, you do the news, you do traffic, your people may not know sure. you're seeing this show. How are you managing all that? Yeah, yeah. How do you manage Well, it? Uh, a lot of communication uh, with – how do I manage? Uh, I usually try and sort of – manage my time well so i keep a schedule of what i you know want to do throughout the day um keep it in my head of okay at this time to this time i need to get this done and sort of keep like a mental checklist so to speak and uh that's sort of how i get it all done and obviously i communicate with you for example producing the show which helps so you know two minds are better than one no so uh, and then, you know, we have Jyoti and I speak with Jyoti on a daily basis uh, and uh, we can uh, we uh, sort of schedule out the news and things like that and uh, traffic reports, obviously. So, yeah, that's uh, sort of how I manage the time. Well, now, be honest. I'm going to ask you an honest question here. Do we yeah. Drive, 
am I, I know I sent a lot of emails at you and I'm constantly <laughs> texting you and I'm up at like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, sending you show ideas, guests that I want you to chase. Am I driving yeah. a little bit crazy? Just a little <laughs> That's okay, but that's what this radio business is all about, right? That's it's true. a lot of hustle and bustle. Uh, this is, like you just said, it's live radio, as you mentioned, and things happen on the dime, and you need to sort of uh, roll with the times as as we go along throughout the show. And actually, speaking of, you know, since you had said, and we're letting, you know, the uh, listeners know, you know, you had sent me, um, you know, a sort of uh, different emails of different guests we'd like to have on. And uh, actually, Dr. Uh, Akoufo Dike had responded to me at about 1030 at night. So so it, uh, it sort of works out uh, pretty well. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I just wanted to say a thank you for all your hard work as we round out uh, week two here and to Jody as well. So I'm going to let you get busy and uh, see if you can't raise. Yeah, I think he's I think he, he just gave me a call. So I think he's going to be coming on. <laughs> all right. Straight to work you go. All right. Well, we'll have that interview when we come back. At Pump Hospitality Group, we're so fortunate to be part of a great community with amazing customers and partners such as News Talk Saga 960 AM. Mississauga, you've been there for us during the public health measures. And while we're restricted to providing takeout and delivery for now, we'll continue to be here for you with all your faves. Check out our menu online for your pump restaurant of your choice. And when you're ready, give us a call or order online at pumphousegrillcompany.com, aaronmillspump.com, clarksonpump.com, or poppagesepis.com. And now, just launching, visit www.shopthepump.com and check out amazing pump gear such as t-shirts, toques, glassware, beverages, and even amazing grocery bundles. So take care everyone and be safe. Leslie Stewart here to tell you about a brand new show to Saga 960, Life, Love, and Lipstick. Starting on March 16th, we will air every Tuesday at 11 a.m. And I won't be alone. Tracy Lynn will be joining me. That's right, Leslie. No subject is off limits for us, as each week we'll bring you guys the stuff you need to hear from our perspective. Come raise your glass while raising your children with us every Tuesday starting next week. Here are five reasons to sign the Dear Everybody Agreement. Because you haven't heard a voice like mine on the radio before. Because when's the last time you saw a dancer with a disability in a music video? Because some stages don't even have a wheelchair ramp. Because you'd love watching sledge hockey. Trust me. Because you'll be less awkward around me. It's time to include disability in the picture. Sign Holland Blue Reviews, Dear Everybody Agreement at DearEverybody.ca and help create a world without stigma for kids and youth with disabilities. This is New Sox Saga 960 AM, and this is The Richard Serrett Show. All right, we're going to try. Take two here, and uh, welcome Dr. Ako Ufadike from the uh, Association of Black Conservatives. Dr. Ufadike, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, how are you? Uh, terrific. Thank you. I appreciate uh, you joining us. Now, uh, I was delighted to hear about the uh, the Association of Black Conservatives. I hadn't heard it, uh, about it until recently. Just to let people know a little bit about the, um, the organization, uh, where you're located, uh, chapters and so forth, how, how large it is. Great. Well, thanks again for having me on the show. Uh, so we're a national not-for-profit, uh, formerly incorporated um, in in the winter of uh, 2020 
currently, we have national chapters in three provinces, uh, Alberta, Ontario, and more recently in Manitoba. Um, so the organization w- was established uh, uh, for, for five primary uh, purposes, but, but the most pertinent one, I think, for uh, our conversation and for, for your audience would be to, to really help mobilize um, you know, the black vote uh, for conservative parties uh, provincially and, and, and federally across the country. Uh, we believe that uh, for way too long, uh, you know, the, the progressive uh, left-leaning parties have, um, you know, exercised a monopoly of sorts to uh, the visible minority vote. And we're trying to change that narrative because we do believe that uh, marginalized communities are best served by uh, fiscal policies and sound uh, conservative uh, governing policies. You know, I I recently spoke with uh, Max Bernier um, and I said it's, you know, it's difficult for fiscal conservatives to run against political parties that are offering free stuff. And we have, um, you know, to our detriment, I believe, in this country created a culture of dependency for everyone. So how do you how do we win as a fellow conservative? How do we win that that battle in? And uh, I mean, I look at conservatism. I try to tell young people, hey, it's the new counterculture, right? It's it's cool. Conservatism right. is cool. But how do we win that battle when when the liberals and uh, the NDP and, and others, they're offering people free stuff? It's hard to fight that. Yeah, so so you know, in, indeed, uh, you, you raise a valid point, and uh, I mean, the way we've chosen to approach this is really uh, through um, you know grassroots sort of bottoms up uh, uh, information and educational uh, process. Uh, there are many things that um, you know, many things that uh, you know, newcomers to this country uh, through the sixties. Have benefited from that. That you know, you can draw a straight line to uh, to conservative governments. I mean, a key example which um, I've written about uh, would be the the um, you know policies of uh, Prime Minister uh, Diffin Baker, right? And and how that led Canada down the path to uh, multiculturalism. But that's not something that's um, that gets ample airtime in, in the popular press and the popular media, uh, if I may. And and so you know our approach really. Is to uh, is is to act as those um, you know uh, ambassadors, if 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 I may, right? You know, uh, we, we believe that you know having members of our community see that uh, indeed within the conservative movement, uh, there are uh, you know swelling ranks of of, of uh, you know uh, black uh, people who 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 can make the case. So outreach to those communities by by members of the community, I guess, uh, you know, is really. Uh, our key approach. I, I, I don't think that uh, that uh, newcomers uh, are necessarily uh, looking for for freebies, and that's the liberal approach, right? It's it's more about symbolism. It's more about handouts, uh, and and not about uh, you know the effectiveness of of uh, of, of policies or, or spending. Uh, the conservative approach, obviously, is, is a big tent. It does. Um, we do, you know, obviously care about the most vulnerable in society. There's a place for that. But we do care about measurable outcomes and ensuring that, you know, taxpayers get the most yield that they can possibly for every dollar of government spending. And when it's more efficient for the spending to be done by uh, by families themselves or by the private sector, 
then, you know, we, we let that happen. All spending must not be government spending. And, and I think that's the fallacy that uh, that's been perpetrated by the left for way too long. Dr. Ako Ufadike is national chair of the National Council of the Association of Black Conservatives. And uh, how do um, how do people get involved? So uh, we, we can, you know, we're all, uh, you can find us all of our uh, social media. So the usual um, the usual outlets, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, the handle is um, BLK Conservatives. Uh, but you can find out more about us on our website, which is www.black-conservatives.com. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, please reach out, you know, contact your local provincial chapter and someone will be in touch uh, to, to walk you through the nuances of getting more involved. We're uh, we're going to break here in about a minute and a half. I just wanted to get your take on the uh, the current political landscape and the current conservative leader Aaron O'Toole. Um, are you uh, are, are you and your association are you uh, happy with his performance? Uh, are you dissatisfied? How would you gauge that? So so you know it's it's been uh, six odd months, and and I, I do understand that uh, you know. Um, um, we all want, uh, you know, to, to, to run, and, and, and that's a good thing. Uh, but our take is that uh, Mr. O'Toole has 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 uh, settled into the role uh, excellently. Um, you know, he's doing well. Um, it's 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 there's a lot of uh, ground to be you know covered. I mean, I guess uh, ahead of the next election, and uh, you know, we do believe that um, that uh, the uh, the liberals, the prime minister, uh, should should. Are you concerned about equality and fair treatment for African-Americans? Do you believe in a future where our communities are safe from both crime and over-policing? President Biden's administration is making major decisions, and we need your voice to be heard. The proposed ban on menthol cigarettes is in its final stages of approval, and black and brown law enforcement executives have said it could have dire unintended consequences for African-Americans. The clock is ticking. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414 and ask him to stop this proposed menthol rule. The ban on menthol could lead to an illicit market and increased crime in our communities. Call President Biden and demand that he halt the ban on menthol until there's a review of the investigative findings. Let's make sure that over-policing and racial profiling come to an end. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414. Tell him to stop targeting African-Americans with a menthol ban. Time is running out. This message is paid for by Alliance for Fair and Equitable Policy. Focus more on, you know, dealing with uh, COVID uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, uh, a hurried or rushed, uh, you know, election, uh, perhaps based on, you know, uh, the sugar high of, of all the spending we've seen over the last year. But but to the specific question, we did support Mr. O'Toole. We, we believed back then that he was the right person for the job. We still believe that, indeed, he is the best uh, man for the job. And, and so we're looking forward to, uh, to uh, you know, the next few months as he gets, uh, you know, uh, more settled into the role and, and you know, we, we get set to uh, go head to head with the Liberals in the next election. All right. We're going to take a time out. Uh, Dr. Ufadike, if you could uh, stay put, we'll uh, we'll come back and talk some more. Would you be good for that? Great. Yep, I will. All right. We'll do just that on the other side. Stay with us. 
I'm Sarah Dimmerman, host of the Help Me Sarah Show. You're invited to listen to my thoughts and perspectives on the shrink wrap segment, hear great conversation between me and a guest on an interesting topic, and get answers to your questions on the Ask Me Anything segment. Please join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Help Me Sarah, right here on News Talk Saga 960 a.m. can be unpredictable. Let financial advisor Calvin Rampersad help you protect and plan for those unexpected surprises. For over 30 years, Calvin has proudly helped people just like you achieve their financial goals and support their future needs. With his unique 360-degree financial snapshot program, Calvin and his team of professional advisors helps you and your finances work smarter, not harder, protecting your hard-earned money. Whether it's life insurance, living benefits, investments, or financial planning, Calvin Rampersad is here to help plan your future. All you got to do is ask. So ask Calvin by visiting askcalvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. That's askcalvin.ca. 2021 Mississauga Marathon is going virtual. Register for the full marathon, half marathon, 10K, 5K, or 2K. Every participant will receive the beautiful official 2021 medal, as well as a stunning Puma t-shirt and much more. You can run or walk your distance anywhere, anytime between May 1st and May 31st. Register today at MississaugaMarathon.com. Listening to the Richard Serrett Show on Newstock Saga, 960 AM. Welcome back. And uh, we are here with Dr. Akko Ufadike, the national chair of the National Council of the Association of Black Conservatives. So are your members uh, um, sort of a mixture of fiscal and social conservatives or does it tilt one way or the other? No, yeah. So it's uh, it's all conservatives, right? We, you know, we uh, we don't uh, lean either way. So we do have fiscal conservatives, we have social conservatives, and and, and everything uh, in between. We do have progressive conservatives as well uh, within our, our tent. Um, you know, the the key thing is we we encourage participation. Um, you know, I I, I when I left uh, my my country of birth, uh, I was old enough to have voted in two elections, but but I hadn't right because voting in an election was was not as uh, you know uh, perhaps as uh, simple or as trivial as we take it here in Canada. So you know, um, my our, my take our take is that. Um, you know, um, for newcomers to this country, uh, we make a mistake by not getting involved, uh, you know, and exercising, you know, our, our political franchise. Uh, but we, we also, um, you know, so, so we do encourage civic participation provincially and federally. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the plan is to obviously provide uh, the parties with um access to volunteers and, and, you know, sort of a new demographic of, of, of members that uh, perhaps uh, would ordinarily not have been um, uh, involved. Uh, but, but we also, you know, have no confusion about uh, our political uh, stripes and identity. There's been previous efforts to, to mobilize the black vote in an apolitical way, if I may. Uh, but, but what we're saying is that our community is best served by uh, conservative politi- uh, policies, and and so you know we have no we have no shame.
shame in our identity, and that's why we clearly um, identify as, as such uh, to mobilize, uh, you know, um, you know, participation provincially and federally uh, from within the Black community for conservative parties. And, and how how successful have you been uh, in reaching out to to younger people? Not only just to get them involved in the political process. Uh, period, but also to get them excited about conservative values. Yeah, so it's been it's been very well received, um, and we've also been very intentional about it as, as well. And, and by that I mean, you know, uh, you know, when you look at uh, you know our, our national council, uh, for example, we have two people under thirty. That was not accidental. We were intentional to make sure that uh, we do not end up with you know a national council that's made up of uh, uh, old black men. <laughs> and, and and so you know uh, we're, we're intentional about ensuring that we. We get young people um, uh, involved and, and also, you know, ensuring that uh, there's also gender representation as well, uh, uh, ensuring that we're also getting, you know, uh, females excited about politics and participating in the, in the process. Right. And um, do you have a, a kind of a goal, a number? And, and I, I, I hate to attach numbers to these sorts of things because to yeah. me it's, it becomes like an exercise in bean counting. And I, I think it tends to dehumanize yeah. things. But in terms of a goal, uh, for example, the num- a number of, of uh, black conservative candidates you would like to see run, let's say, in the next federal election. Do you have kind of a, a goal in mind, a number? So, so you know, so not necessarily for, for candidates, uh, but, but we do have – um, um, a goal, right, for, for membership across the country. Uh, so at the strategic planning session, which we had last year, the National Council made it clear that we want to be a national organization within three years. That That is with a chapter in every province um, um, and, and territory uh, in, in this country. And, you know, we set a goal of 25,000 uh, members across the country. And we think it's plausible. We think it's, it's practical. Um, you know, as far as uh, candidates go, uh, we obviously, you know, understand that, uh, you know, um, um, you know, People get excited about politics when, when you know, uh, when um, you know they, they can see themselves, right? I guess in in, in the political uh, space. But we don't have a target of uh, uh, candidates, number of candidates we'd like to see run. Uh, we do have, you know, good uh, individuals. Um, I guess uh, in, in Alberta. Pardon me, in uh, Manitoba and Ontario within the organization that have indicated an, an interest to run. And uh, we'll work with those folks, I mean, and to, 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 to improve their chances and, and ensure that, uh, you know, they give it the best, their best shot. Um, but, but it's not really about padding, like you said, and, and being counting, uh, because, you know, um, I, I've, I've been uh, mentoring uh, young folks, I mean, the last 15 odd years, and there might be situations where people think they're ready and, and there's other ways for them to get involved. Civic engagement is a spectrum. Everyone must not run, you know, you know, I guess at the the first instance. Uh, But it's more about participation. And and at the the right time, if certain individuals uh, feel led to run, then then they'll run. So so right now we're more focused on membership, uh, more so than than, you know, just trying to see, um, you know, uh, you know, a certain number of candidates across the country. But but you know we, we are supporting a few candidates and and uh, we're confident that 
during the next election, there, there will be this conservative party will be filled in a good number of uh, strong, uh, you know, black candidates as uh, candidates on record. I know one of the, the core principles of the Association of Black Conservatives is uh, the right to private property. Would you be in fa- And I believe at one time uh, Prime Minister Harper uh, discussed maybe the possibility of enshrining that in the Constitution, and it is not. Would you be yeah. uh, in support of an amend- a constitutional amendment to, ins- to um, enshrine the right to private property in the Constitution? So, um, you know, it's that, that's that's an excellent question. Uh, perhaps one that I, I, you know, I wouldn't go on the record, um, you know, in commenting on. But uh, to your to your point, uh, you know, we, you know, we, we were clear, right? Uh, you know, from a messaging standpoint, that we believe that, you know, um, uh, you know, free society. I mean, I guess means uh, more more than just uh, civil. Uh, liberties as well, right? It also includes, you know, the, the right to properties and, and the right to exercise one's, um, you know, economic franchise in, in, in the way they deem fit and, and, and agency, uh, human agency is at the core of all that. Um, whether or not that requires a constitutional change or whether or not there's other mechanisms uh, that, that help get us there, I think, uh, will be the subject of uh, good policy and, and, and legal uh, debate. So I'm inclined not to comment on, on that, but as an organization, we do believe that uh, you know that the, the foundation, the economic and social foundation of Canadian society, would be best served by by respecting those liberties. And, and what can the Association for Black Conservatives do, or what are you doing to help foster um, more of an entrepreneurial spirit with young people? Right. So we do have, uh, you know, later on this year, we'll be coming out with, um, uh, you know. Uh, uh, tailored programming, uh, but currently what we've done in the last year has involved um, uh, some of our programming where we've had, you know, uh, various, um, various, uh, you know, uh, professions and entrepreneurs, I mean, you know, uh, speak to our, our membership. Uh, over the Black History Month, as an example, uh, we did have one that was focused on uh, art, media, and, and culture uh, to try and, you know, get uh, more... Uh, more uh, uh, people from the community, young people getting involved in, in the media space. Um, that's clearly a space where I think uh, conservative voices are not as uh, prevalent. Um, and we, we also had another one that was focused more on the, uh, you know, the health sciences as, as a discipline. So not not entrepreneurship uh, per se, uh, but but if you think about it, uh, all most family physicians are, uh, are small business owners, right? At, at the core of it. So um, so right now we're doing it through uh, programming, but we're currently in the process of uh, formalizing, um, um, you know, some other you know uh, more robust programming that that we think will you know will will help achieve that purpose. Uh, we're keeping our cards. Uh, close on that one, but there'll be some big announcements coming out uh, in the summer or the early fall. Dr. Ufadike, I really appreciate you spending some time with us and people can go to black-conservatives.com black-conservatives.com to learn more about the association and uh, best of luck to you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, your time and and being on the show and uh, keep up the good work. All right. I hope we'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you.
That is it for me. Please make a point of tuning in Monday. The Bobcat, Bob McCowan, joins me just ahead of the debut of his program, The Bob McCowan Show, right here on Saga 960. And again, we want to welcome Bob to Saga 960 and the family here. The irascible but lovable Lou Skies, a small-town family doctor, Dr. Patrick Phillips, and much more. See you Monday at 4. Don't be late. Until then, I remain unbowed, unbent, unbroken. That's it. That's all. For more Richard Serrett Show, podcasts, blogs, and other stuff, go to saga960am.ca. Stop talking past each other and start talking with each other. We'll see you Monday afternoon at 4 on The Richard Serrett Show on News Talk, Saga 960am. Are you concerned about equality and fair treatment for African-Americans? Do you believe in a future where our communities are safe from both crime and over-policing? President Biden's administration is making major decisions, and we need your voice to be heard. The proposed ban on menthol cigarettes is in its final stages of approval, and black and brown law enforcement executives have said it could have dire unintended consequences for African-Americans. The clock is ticking. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414 and ask him to stop this proposed menthol rule. The ban on menthol could lead to an illicit market and increased crime in our communities. Call President Biden and demand that he halt the ban on menthol until there's a review of the investigative findings. Let's make sure that over-policing and racial profiling come to an end. Call President Biden at 202-456-1414. Tell him to stop targeting African-Americans with a menthol ban. Time is running out. This message is paid for by Alliance for Fair and Equitable Policy.